Wrigley's Spearmint Gum presents The Howard Miller Show. And now here with music on records, direct from backstage at the Chicago Theater, Howard Miller. Thank you very much, Eddie Joyce. Good morning, world. This is Howard Miller speaking from our dressing room in the tight confines of the Chicago Theater backstage, where about 16 minutes from now, we're going to be back on stage again with the Howard Miller package. But the most interesting segment of our show in a long, long while is going to come up in the next quarter hour because you're going to be transferred and transported via the magic of the CBS long-distance lines to Hollywood, California, where our guest today is the very popular movie star and recording artist, Mr. Vic Damone, a great pal of ours who's going to tell us all about how it feels to be a father. So in just a very few minutes, you'll meet Vic and uh, hear the story of all the turmoil he's gone through in the last 48 hours. In the meantime, for the Wrigley people, we'd like to play some music for you this morning. So let's listen to the number one best-selling record across the country in all the 48 states. Mitch Miller, the orchestra and the chorus, and the Yellow Rose of Texas.
That's the number one record across the country, The Yellow Rose of Texas, done by Mitch Miller, the orchestra, and the chorus. You know, chewing gum is just plain, good, wholesome American fun. It's an enjoyable way to relax. And I'm going to be honest with you, there are a lot of pretty good gums to chew. But I think the best is Wrigley Spearmint Chewing Gum, just as fresh as the cool waters of a cool mountain stream or a brook, just as relaxing as a siesta under the old oak tree in the backyard, and just as friendly as mom and pop most of the time. So you try it, will you please? Try chewing Wrigley Spearmint Chewing Gum and see how refreshing it can be, because I honestly think that you'll like Wrigley Spearmint Chewing Gum the best. Well, today we become a man of distinction in the sense of the word because we grow and join the growing ranks of people who have uh, lost the race to the stork. When we originally had set up this particular broadcast, we had hoped that our star, Vic Damone, could be accompanied in the living room of their home out in Hollywood, California, by his very lovely wife, Miss Pierre Angeli. However, Mother Nature stepped in and denied us the privilege because, as you probably know from your local newspapers, Mrs. Damone went to the hospital on Sunday and was delivered of a bouncing baby boy in the likeness, I hope, of his great and illustrious father who was movie star and recording artist for the Mercury label. But Vic, as nervous as probably most fathers deserve to be, is out in his home in California where it's about 8.45 in the morning. He's all ready to talk to us, so don't stutter now, Vic. Come in and say hello to the waiting world. Hello. This must be a real joyous occasion in your life, huh? It sure is, I tell you. I, uh, when they told me that we had a baby boy, well, I was so happy, and I can't tell you how thrilled I was. And then when they said, well, guess how much the baby weighs? And I said, well, um, well, seven pounds. He said, guess a little more. I said, well, seven and a half. And they said, look, a little bit more than that. I said, well, eight. He said, eight pounds, 13 ounces and a half. Only Vic Damone can do it. (laughs) And a half. Of course, that's very important. A half an ounce baby-wise is uh, pretty important. Why why don't you take me over the steps, uh, Vic, over the weekend and tell me just exactly uh, what did happen. When did uh, first notification come to the Damone household? Saturday evening uh, during uh, dinner, Uh she started getting About the time that it was supposed to? Is that what the doctor predicted for a date? Well, we we figured it it would be... uh, um, between Friday and uh, and this Wednesday, yes, this coming Wednesday, and sure enough, Saturday evening, and she had her she got the pains, the symptoms, yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, and we went to the hospital, and she said she kept saying on the way to the hospital, well, um, I don't think I'm going to stay. Uh, I think we we come home tonight, yes? And I said, no, I think we're going to stay. She says, no, I think we'll go home, yes? <laughs> she kept wanting to turn around, you know. So finally, we got there, and uh, the doctor Crone of uh, Leon Crone, one of the finest. Uh, uh, doctors uh, in the world uh, was out there. He was waiting for us, and uh, he examined her, and uh, he said, yeah, well, we'll see what happens. And finally, every ten minutes, she got the pain, and then every six minutes, and got down to every two and a half minutes, you see. Uh-huh. So finally, the next morning, I had stayed up all night. Uh, uh, we uh, uh, decided that everything's going to be all right, you know. And then at 2.30, uh, he performed a cesarean, and uh, it came out... Uh, uh, real good. Everything is real fine, and I, I'm so thrilled, I can't tell you. And all night long you were pacing the waiting room, and this would be a wonderful yeah. place for me to say, I hope you relieve the tension and the nerves by chewing Wrigley Spearmint chewing gum. Oh, I, I do. <laughs> <laughs> well, now, Vic, uh, first of all, the most important thing I know in your life is the welfare of your very wonderful li- uh, wife. Is uh, is she feeling fine? She's feeling just just beautiful, and the baby's in great shape, and she's in great health, and I thank God that we said a lot of prayers. Good. You give her my best love. Now, what'd you call the baby, Vic? We call the baby Perry, Rocco after my father, Luigi after her father, 
Farinola Damone. <laughs> it's good you haven't got any more relatives or you'd no. never get the name out. But Perry, after we named the baby after Perry Como. Is that right? Yes, sir. Uh, for what particular reason? I know you and Perry are good friends. We're very good friends, and uh, I also have Tony Martin's a very good friend of mine, and uh, Frank Sinatra I, I respect and, and I admire very much, and, and Tony the whole bunch of them you see. But Perry, uh, I, I like Perry because he's a, he's a good man. He's a, uh, he's a good church man. He's, he, he loves his family, and... Uh, and I don't know, I just would like my boy to take after him. Yes. After well, I don't think the the rest of the singers in our business are going to be upset by it because you just send them a little note and say, there will be a Bing coming along later. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you I know, you can have too, one for every know? crooner in the country. Yeah. Well, Vic, I'm so very pleased that it's happened. How about your own particular career? Are you on a movie set right now? No, I'm at home. You, no, well, I don't mean oh, to spin oh, it, I'm sorry. I, oh, you meant are you in working? production? Uh, we just finished. I finished uh, two weeks ago. I finished on the uh, production Kismet. Oh, it's all finished, huh? Yes, we uh -huh. finished it, and that's the picture that uh, uh, Arthur Freed uh, produced and uh, Vincent Minnelli directed. Yes. And I play the part of the Caliph. How uh, soon is it likely to be released uh, to the exhibitor, at the exhibitor level, Vic, or to the public I uh, believe it'll be out in about two and a half months. Uh, I'm looking two forward to seeing it. Well, certainly you have a great career carved out in Hollywood for yourself, but of course you've not deserted your record commitments and your fans all over the country. And I know that there are legendary, and by the millions listening to you this morning. Uh, Vic, I know, too, that Mercury was out there last weekend, or on Friday, I guess it was, and did a recording session with you, and we have the brand new record that we're going to expose for the first time. How do you feel about the tune, Born to sing the blues well um i love the song i've had never i've never sung the blues before as you know yes uh this is the first one and i'm thrilled doing it and i hope that people like it and i hope you like it howard well i'm sure that the people will i like everything that you do vic i think that you're one of the great singers in this country and i'm proud to call you not only a great singer but a good friend of mine Thank so you, let's howard. give it a spin for the first time on the entire cbs network first time any place as a matter of fact vic damone's brand new record born to sing the blues Some were born to win, some were born to lose, born to walk in style or walk in second-handed shoes. Take me, I was born to sing the blues. Some were born to get, some were born to give. Poor unlucky devils who just barely want to live like me. I was born to sing the blues. Oh, won't somebody care about me? Make me happy. Love is all I've ever wanted. No one wants me. No one needs me at all. No one at all. I'm tired of wondering how. Tired of wondering why. Some were born to laugh, I guess. And others born to cry. And me. I was born to sing the blues I was born to sing the blues The blues 
Well, Vic Damone, out there in sunny California, all I can do is hope for you the best and hope that you've made two hits in a row now over this weekend. One, the phonograph record, Born to Sing the Blues, and more important, the other big hit in your life, Little Perry Damone. Thank you so much, Howard. It was a real thrill, and thank you for playing the record. And uh, until I see you in Chicago, uh, my wife and I and the baby say thanks again and goodbye. Thank you very, very much. That is one of the greatest guys in show business, and you can take it from me because this is one person I know well enough to know that everything he does, he does it with all sincerity and humility of a great performer. Young Vic Damone, one of our most talented young singers, who, of course, recording for Mercury, you've just heard the brand-new record, Born to Sing the Blues, and I know that I'm speaking for all of America when I send the word back once more to Vic Damone. Best wishes to you, to your wonderful wife, Pierre, and also to the little baby, Perry. Now, until we see you, of course, on tomorrow at the same time, This is Howard Miller for the Wrigley people backstage in our dressing room at the Chicago Theater. I hope that sometime in the very near future, don't race out and buy it now. We don't want you to do that much troublesome things in your life. But the very next time that it's convenient for you to do so, you pick up a couple of packs of delicious, refreshing, and always wholesome Wrigley Spearmint Chewing Gum. I know that you'll like it. It's the finest product under the sun. And until we see you from our dressing room tomorrow with another one that I hope will turn out to be an interesting interview, thanks very much for listening, and goodbye, and take real good care of yourselves. You've just heard the Howard Miller Show with music on records brought to you from Chicago by Wrigley's Spearmint Gum. Be sure and join Howard Miller tomorrow at this same time when his guest will be the well-known radio and TV critic Dick Kleiner from Sardi's Restaurant in New York. This is the CBS Radio Network.